<laughs> Jesus Christ, that's, that's a it. way to open, isn't it? Just absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I mean? Enjoy that through your headphones or through your speakers. Yeah, that's uh, disturbed. That's it. Ooh, wah. Ooh, wah. How you doing? Yeah, all right. Yeah. Not too bad. I don't know how Dan yeah. is. Huh? I don't know how Dan is. Is he all right? No, Dan's Dan's <laughs> missing again. Yeah. But like last week, I'm sure he'll turn up yeah, probably it, about five past. Yeah, he'll be here. He'll be here. Yeah, so today's episode, um, I thought we'd do a bit of a spooky-ish one. Oh, uh, I've got some, some ghost stories. Um, ghosts. Got a couple of interesting stories to start off with. Not necessarily ghost stories, but well, I like to start oh. off with a bit of intrigue, you know? Okay. Yes, I'm going to go in straight in for this. Yeah, just put... 4,500-year-old chamber discovered inside the Great Pyramids in Egypt. Oh, wow. I'll put it on the screen so people can see. Now, when I put this up, like this looks like the sort of Blair Witch. kind. Of, you expect the sort of footage, Blair Witch. Just get that in your mind because that's what, exactly how I felt when I saw this photo. Four and a half thousand year old. And that, is, that is the chamber. You can just picture like a, a, a some sort How of the fuck are that? demon getting in there. Yeah. How have they just found this? I, I have no idea. I'm going to read. Uh, apparently, it's like it, you can't access it from the outside um, anywhere. So it's been hidden for ages, obviously. Um, so yeah. you'd have to know about it if you were, obviously, back in those days. If you know, you know. Yes, yeah, it. A new chamber dating back some 4,500 years has been discovered in one of the Great Pyramids in Egypt. The corridor measuring 9 metres, 30 feet long, and more than 6 feet wide, was discovered close to the main entrance of one of the three pyramids in Giza, at Giza. The Scan Pyramids project used high-tech equipment to unearth the chamber, which is located on the northern side of the pyramid of, I believe that's how you pronounce it, Khufu? I don't know. Khufu, yeah. Khufu. Archaeologists are puzzled over the function of the chamber, which could not be entered from outside the pyramid. The project has been ongoing since 2015, and on Thursday there was an unveiling ceremony attended by scientists. Professor of non-destructive testing, Christian Gross, or Gruss, said that various scanning techniques were developed to locate the chamber, including ultrasound me- measurements, and ground-penetrating radars. Scientists detected the corridor using advanced radiography, or ra- radiography, I can't pronounce that, I just pronounced that. Yeah, you were right the first time. All oh, right, there you go. Radiography. That's it. Then collected images of it by feeding a minuscule endoscope, endoscope through a tiny joint in the pyramid stones. They've been doing that since 2015. What the fuck? Yeah, that's, that's, that's mad. That's ridiculous. I saw a, a clip of Joe Rogan. There was a guy on there that had been to the Great Pyramids. I'm going to Egypt in June. The only oh, problem yeah. is, the only problem is the the pyramids are like five hours away from where we are. Ah, so right. it's like, if you want, if you know, I'd have to. That's a commitment. It's a day thing, yeah. but I think it'd be worth it. But um, the yeah, this guy was like, yeah, I've been inside the pyramids because you can go in, and um, he was like, you go up to these chambers and they're literally it literally feels like they're reverberating with energy like it's it's so weird jesus yeah so i think there's a lot about the pyramids and their civilization that we don't understand the technology that's been lost oh yeah i mean 
to look at that for how like thousands of years and obviously just in this you know discovery period they've been trying to obviously do since 2015 for it to be uncovered what like eight years later yeah after doing it for eight years it just tells you how much how little we know really about about the pyramids even whilst being there day in day out just knock them down see what's in them that's it yeah knock them down deconstruct them have a look yeah i mean that's the problem we can't rebuild them so it's not even a case of right let's let's disassemble it and then reassemble it because we can't Mm. which is mental we've progressed and yet we can't replicate what they've made it's insane it's a a question have we really progressed or have we regressed because we can't build that shit you know that's it oh dear yeah no it's very interesting it's very definitely i thought that'd be right up your street as well yeah no definitely i didn't i hadn't heard about this oh dear Obviously, there's theories that you know these places are older than what we think, and yeah, so that could be like a ten thousand year old tomb or vault or whatever they called it. What do they call it? A chamber. Chamber. But yeah, but there's weird. lots we don't understand, and apparently it's being gate kept by archaeologists, which fucking blows my mind. Yeah. Like archaeologists just won't accept that they could be wrong. It's like it's literally your job. <laughs> to prove yourself wrong to find the truth, you fucking idiots. Yeah. I mean, surely that's that's exactly what you want. It's not about you being right. It's about discovering new yeah. stuff that was you literally previously have, not thought to be true. Yeah, one of the best industries to be wrong in because that means you've discovered something new. If a fucking brain surgeon gets it wrong, you're probably dead or brain damaged for the rest of your life. Whereas yeah. if an archaeologist is like, oh, fuck. The Egyptians are actually five thousand years older than we thought, or these 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 structures. Then they're not going to go like, "Oh fuck you, you're fired." <laughs> They'll be like, "Oh well done for yeah. proving other people wrong." Yeah, it's it's strange. It's just insane. But when I, I'm, obviously I'm not putting myself in the shoes of the people who who built this, I'm I'm not uh, intelligent. But it, I'm just thinking, like, at what point do you decide you want to put this chamber in? Was that do you think it was something that might have been planned from the start, or do you think they got like halfway through? A point of event, a chamber would be cool there to store shit or do something with. I don't know. It's weird how this, this is the thing. It could literally because obviously pyramids, well, pyramids back in the when they were constructed, weren't they essentially? Oh, this could be completely wrong. I should Google this, but <laughs> weren't they like palaces for the like pharaohs and stuff? Or were I, they burial I chambers? think so. I, and again, I'm not sure myself, but I, that because if it is a palace, for example, which if it's not, I know people are going to be screaming at me. Um, <laughs> this could just be like essentially a janitor's cupboard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Could you, you know what I mean? Could I just mean, have like mops and shit in it. Yeah, I mean, imagine like it was literally for that purpose to store stuff that wasn't really, you know. It didn't really matter. I just like store some uh, random stuff in there, like a few pots, a few pans. And then we just yeah. start discovering it now, going, oh my God, look at it. It is amazing. And then back to the Egyptians, they're like, we use that to store a load of shit we didn't want in. You know? Yeah. It's not, not that yeah. special, guys. But, Brad yeah. saying they're tombs for their dead. So, uh, in which case, it's a fucking grave diggers uh, cupboard. Nice. And, yeah. you know, grave diggers. 
you got some moral questions about that. You got some really uh, well. You got to look yourself in the mirror, <laughs> even in those days. There we go. I thought that was a good opening story. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize. Oh, yeah. I thought for some reason, because you know, you think of Egypt and you think of the pyramids. I I assumed you were going to Egypt somewhere close to. The no, pyramids. we're not. Uh, we're so, not. We're like so, five hours away. Jesus I think. Christ, that is quite a trek. Yeah, quite a trek indeed. Right, this next story I'm going to bring up is uh, well, it's, it's quite fascinating. As was that one. Just a question, not to throw the podcast into absolute disarray. Is your microphone plugged in correctly? Because you're a little bit, you sound a little bit strange, but not too bad. It should be. What about the chat? What's the chat saying? Am I? uh, Do I sound all right, or do I not? You sound all right right now. There's just a few times there you're like a little bit doubled, not doubled, but do you know what I mean? (laughs) One and a half. Yeah. So, I was completely fucked the other week. I don't know what happened there. Well, yeah, that was that. We, I think we figured that out. That was the royal family. Oh yeah, I think that was a, a prince. Uh, well, a, a combined effort from the king and the prince Andrew. Do you know what I mean? Pizza yeah. movement. Yeah. What's next? This what next story. Okay. Woman who went missing more than thirty years ago and declared dead turns up alive in Puerto Rico. Wow. Jesus okay. Christ. Patricia Copter was known to be an eccentric street preacher who went by the name Sparrow, interesting name, had last been seen in Pennsylvania in 1992. All right, scroll down. As a U.S. woman who was declared legally dead after disappearing more than three decades ago has turned up alive in Puerto Rico, her family and police have said. Patricia Copter, now 83, has last be, last been seen in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania in 1992 when investigators began looking into her disappearance. She was known to be eccentric street, street preacher who went by the name Sparrow. Ross Township Deputy Police Chief Brian Colhep said on Friday. Mrs. Copter, who has dementia, has been living in a nursing home after she was taken in as a person in need seven years after she disappeared. It's a relief she hasn't been murdered. This was a quote from her husband. Her husband, Bob Copter, said he had been married to Mrs. Copter for 20 years before she went missing. He said it's a relief knowing that she's not laying in a ditch somewhere or murdered somewhere. That's that's a nice sentiment. The 86-year-old added that his family suspected she she may be in Puerto Rico, but she was declared dead around 25 years ago. The retired electrician also said he had consulted with a psychic about her whereabouts. Mrs. Copter has two sisters, a twin who died six years ago, and a younger sister who was relieved to learn she's still alive, Mr. Copter added. He said he's experienced a range of emotions over the years, but is content knowing his wife is alive and being cared for. After 30 years, she tried to forget about it. Now I can forget about it. We know what happened, and she is taken care of now, he said. That's a picture of her now. Mrs. Copter feared she was going to be institutionalised. Mr. Copter said his wife had worked as an elevator operator at the Art Institute of Pittsburgh before she vanished. I didn't even know that was a job, but apparently it was. Yeah, I know. Imagine that being your job. Yeah. That's boring. 
Before her disappearance, US-based doctors at a mental health facility had diagnosed Mrs. Copter with delusions of grandeur and she had signs of schizophrenia. But Mrs. Copter was released from the facility and kept preaching until she disappeared, her family said. Mr. Colhep has said police believe Mrs. Copter fled the country because she was concerned she was going to be institutionalised. She is thought to have regularly wandered around Puerto Rico's northern towns of Naranjito, Corozal and Toa Alta, located just southwest of the capital San Juan, during her time on the island. Mrs. Copter had kept details about her life secret when she ended up in a nursing home but began divulging information as the years passed. Last year, she revealed information which caused a social worker at the nursing home to contact authorities in Pennsylvania about her identity. Mrs. Copter suggested that she had arrived in Puerto Rico on a cruise ship from Europe where, when she first arrived at the home, police said. However, her family has said she was in fact a straight-A student in the US who became a model and dance instructor. After graduating high school, she worked in finance at Pittsburgh Plate Glass Company and would attend ballroom dancing events weekly, according to her family. Mrs. Copter's younger sister, Gloria Smith, now 78, has said her sister vacationed often to put in Puerto Rico with friends before she got married. She just loved the ocean, the beach, the warm sunshine. Miss Smith said she hopes to visit her sister even though her mental state has declined whether she knows me or not, I still want to see her and give her a hug and tell her I love her, Miss Smith said. There you go. That's insane. <clears throat> so she went missing because she ran away. She didn't want to be institutionalised. Yeah. Only to be institutionalised in Puerto Rico seven years later. Yeah, I suppose if you're going to Well, be... is a nursing home, can you class that as institutionalised? I don't know. I mean... She's been in a, it's, she's been in a, in a nursing home for 23 years. Mm. That is... Fucking hell. A shit ton of time. That is... Crazy. Crazy. I mean, if, you, if you're going to class it as institu- institu- oh, institutionalisation, um, yeah. if you're going to class it as that, I suppose you want to be, you know... In the place that you love the most, if you're gonna, if it's gonna happen to you, you want to be the place you love. You know what I mean? But it's still not great, even. But yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Twenty plus years to just be thought dead, and you turn up, yeah, in Puerto Rico, yeah. That is mad. So she, so she just essentially was preaching in America, then went over to Puerto Rico and just preached there. Yeah, yeah. Wandering the streets of Puerto Rico. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do what I want to do where I want to do it. That's, yeah, that's uh, her motto. It's the dream. Like, it's the dream. We all have that dream, you know. She lived the dream. Uh, yeah. She didn't tell her family, but she lived the dream. But yeah, I yeah, was. It's. Uh, I got no like, how the fuck, that even like all those stories intermingle into one. Like the care worker gets like the thought, mm, maybe I should call people. Because she's saying stuff about a previous a history that makes me think she wasn't actually from where she said she was or didn't get here the way she said she did. It's all those, you know, like the ripple effect of stuff happening to then mm. contacting the family somehow through the police or through the authorities. It's crazy. Yeah. No, absolutely. There we go. There 30 we go. years. So after 30 years, you can turn up. That's, That's it. crazy. 
That's it. What you got next? So next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to actually read out a story that was literally sent to me last night or the night before. Right. Right. And uh, it's... It's an interesting one. He's give, he's given me like a a little bit to read out, obviously from what he experienced him and his fiance. I'm gonna have to read mm-hmm. it from a phone because I haven't got my Instagram okay. account on on my computer. I do apologise, but I've got the. Uh, he's actually given me the coordinates. I believe they're coordinates of the location of which it happened. So I'm gonna put that on screen. Just above Leeds. You want Leeds, right? Leeds. Nice. That's it. Right, okay. uh, is that Otley? I think it's in Otley. It's, uh, let's go in here. On West Lane. So this is... This is where um, it happened. I'll read it to you. Right, okay. Uh, this is from... I'll just shout him out. Before you do that, can you put the thingy down, the person down? Oh, yeah, I will do. Yeah, I was going to do that. I forgot to do it. Oh, right, okay. I want to see what this place looks like. Whoop. Oh, it's a country lane oh, with cyclists. It, cyclists. That's the scariest thing I've ever seen. Trying to overtake them cunts. <laughs> right. So now you've got the you've got the picture in your head of the scene. Yeah. Now I'm going to read out what happened. This is um, from Lord underscore Joseph Peel. So thanks for your nice. Thanks for your story. It was. I just had the craziest moment ever at around 1850 on West Lane in Axquith, North Yorkshire. Then gives me the coordinates. I was driving nice. from Otley to Ilkley, I think that's what it says, over the country nice. roads when me and my fiance both saw what we can only describe to be a giant drone which was hovering oh. stationary over a field. I oh, first noticed it when going past Asquith Arms Pub and had assured it was a plane or a crane, but it was genuinely stationary and was really quite low to the ground. It was long sort of tube with two large circles on either side and in the centre was another oval shape which had lights beaming down to the ground. We were both in shock and I was unable to pull over safely to take a picture and neither was my partner, which was which is crazy to us because you always hear about these situations and wonder why they didn't take a picture. We managed to yeah. that's it. We managed to slow down and ask my partner to take a picture, but it had turned around and moved in the opposite direction towards the airport over the hill. But we were still able to see it from a distance. Uh, he then goes on to say, because I said, "Oh, this is crazy. Can I use it on the podcast?" Um, he said, "I still can't believe neither of us took a photo of it. The only thing I can imagine that it could have been." is some sort of new military drone that they are testing since we have an Air Force station in the general area called Mentwith Hill. So, yeah, that is the story he sent, and it is, obviously, would have seen it in this this area, this vicinity. That's mad. I see that green, green grass. That's it. It looks... Nice. It, oh, look, oh, it's a bloody Aston! Is it yeah, an Aston or is it a Porsche? It's Aston Martin, that's, that's a Porsche. Porsche. That's that a looks, Porsche. I've been like done Porsche. there. That's it. That's it. I think that's a Cayman as well. Fuck it. My dad's got one. I should recognise it. Oh, that's it. There's Clarkson's farm. Yeah. That's it. So, yeah. Dutty cyclists. Dutty. Look at them. Not even for, Not even over to the left. 
No, Unapolog- unapologetically despise cyclists. That's it. I mean, uh, unapolog- unapologetic. Uh, very. You say that your your feelings out very clearly there. Yeah. Uh, you've had yeah. you've had a few run-ins, haven't you? Get the fuck out of the way. Jesus Christ! Don't fuck pay road tax. Don't pay insurance. Oh, pay that's it. But yeah, that's mad. That's mad. Yes. I I just think. See, they actually saved it at the end there because when it was like, yeah, it was heading towards an airport. I just thought it's probably a plane then. But <laughs> saying that there's an air force nearby, you do hear that these UFOs like to like check in on military bases, see what they're up to. They do like to have Disarm a little arm the nuke codes and that. That's it. Have a little check on them. Be like, yep, yeah, they're still doing the same shit they have done for many years now. Let's leave them be. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, they're not splitting the atom just yet. Again, no. once they do, though, once they do, yeah, but yeah. yeah, so that's a cool story. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 sad there was no photo. Like, of course, we would have loved a photo. Yeah, but you yeah. know, I don't want him to lose. You know, possibly lose his life trying to get a photo. You know, driving at like forty miles an hour down a country lane with cyclists on. Um, oh, assuming it was at night. Yeah. So yeah. You know, you need to you need to pay attention on these lanes because you'll get a you know a chicane out of banked. nowhere. I'd have just banked it and got that picture. Oh well, yeah, you know I mean, maybe he's there's not, a, not. There's a turning point there. There's a passing place there. True. Pulling that. Yeah. What didn't have a safe space to pull over? What's this? I just stop. I I just put my hazards on, stop in the middle of the road, and then if someone like, what the fuck are you doing? It's like, there's a UFO up there. <laughs> have you, you have you idiot. seen that? It's and a fucking plane. Let's get sucked up into the UFO. That's it. Award, yeah. <laughs> then you think, actually, if I hadn't stopped, you'd still be alive. That's My it. bad. That's it. I mean, you oh, contributed well. to his death, but you got on well, video. Potentially, you might have just got probed and checked over. I mean, you'd probably prefer death at that rate, really. But uh, yeah, each to their own. Maybe you fancy yeah. a good probing by an alien. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Depends what I'm feeling on the day, really. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for that story, Joseph. I appreciate yeah, that. Nice. So let's get rid of that now. Ugh. And let's go to one of the uh, scary, scary... I, d- I, have to say, I don't think stories. Dan's joining us today. Yeah, I don't, uh, Dan... Um, yeah, he's, he's not in the waiting room or anything, is he? No. Um, are you? If he's in the waiting room with this, you can see him on the bottom um, next to... Well, he'll be next to you at the bottom on my screen. And he's not there, so... Yeah, he ain't, he ain't said anything in the in the chat. I don't believe. Nah, no. he must something's gone down. That's it. Maybe he's seen a ghost. Maybe he's seen a drone. I don't know. Prayers, prayers of the chat for uh, for Dan, please. Maybe he's gone back to Green Flag. Had the second step Maybe. Of Green Flag. Maybe. Yeah. Right, let's do, let's do one of the uh, the ghost stories or the scary stories because they're not all about ghosts. We don't. Uh, Discriminate yeah. We're all, all, all stories, you know. So yeah, let's have a look at this one. Uh, this one's called "Don't Google Yourself." Bracket Ooh. horror story. Close bracket. I know. Nice. Right, don't Google yourself. Why? Because you may not like what you find. Dot dot dot. No. Mysterious. This is quite an intro to a ghost story, Loz. It is. It is. Um, and I say. Did you find- this this one isn't actually a ghost story. It's kind of like oh a, fuck a it, hell. I did say they weren't all ghost stories. 
all don't involve oh, yeah, all ghosts. Oh, yeah, to be fair, it's called Supernatural Nightmares, Tales of the Unknown, so I'll let you off. That's it. One day, I was bored and decided to search for my own name on Google. I have quite a rare name, so I didn't expect to find many results. Imagine how surprised I was when I came across a website that had my full name in the domain. It was www.whateverthenamewas.com. Um, nice. Just in case you know, I could figure that one out. When I clicked on the link, it brought me to a message board. I looked at the profile of the website owner and found out that the person was the same age as me and had the same hobbies and interests. There weren't any posts on the message board, but I was intrigued, so I saved it to my favourites. What a <laughs> narcissist. It was about a month later when I went back to the website. This time it had more content. There were some diary entries, mostly random things like the weather was nice today, or I'm so bored in work, things of that nature. However, as time went on, I began to notice more and more coincidences. The person lived in the same city as I did. It struck me as rather strange that two people with the exact same rare name would be living in the same city at the same time. At one point, I noticed that the contents of the diary were quite similar to my own life. This is getting juicy. One day I went to the baseball to a baseball game and when I checked the website that evening I had found that the owner of the site had gone to the same ball game. At first I didn't think much of it after all tens of thousands of people in the city supported the same baseball team. It began to then it began to seem like much more than a simple coincidence. Whenever I checked the website I would notice little biographical details that seemed too close for comfort. For example, the owner mentioned their pet dog and the dog's name was the same as the dog I had when I was a child. The website owner posted a picture of their car. It was the same model of car I had been driving when I was in college. They talked about eating at a certain restaurant. It was the same restaurant I had gone to all the time when I was working at my previous job. One day, when I looked at the message board, people had written messages to the owner saying happy birthday. That day, it was my birthday as well. Oh, Jesus. I decided to write on the message board for the first time, just out of curiosity. I was going to wish the owner a happy birthday and tell them we had the same name. However, when I tried to write something, I realised that there was nowhere to type your message. It wasn't a message board at all, just a static page. That's odd, I thought to myself. In other words, whoever owned the web website had gone to a lot of trouble to make it seem as if it was an interactive site, as if there were other people posting on it, when in actual fact, all of the content must have been created by the owner. Why on earth would someone do that, I wondered. I decided to send an email to the owner. It read, Hi there, believe it or not, we both share the same name. Nice to meet you, it was just a friendly email. The next day, when I tried to look at the website, I discovered that it was gone. It seemed like it had been deleted. Then I opened my mailbox. There was one reply. When I looked at it, a chill ran down my spine. It read, found you. You can't end it there. That's what I mean. I didn't write it. I didn't what does that write mean? That's it. That's it. Well, I don't. I don't really know how uh, getting someone's email address through them replying is 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 enough to say I found you now. I got you. I mean, what was I, it a stalker? I think it. It seems like it would have been a stalker to me. 
I found it a pretty... Obviously, it was pretty I thought it was going to be like schizophrenic and it was him the whole time. Uh, see, you preempted it, do you know what I mean? But so wait, is this yours is probably this, better. This is made up, right? It could be. It doesn't say it's not. What are the comments? Is there any comments? Did he reply to anything? Uh, time to move, Lalo. Yikes. Happy cake day. Uh, what I can't great story s- can I narrate this? I'll credit you. I just fucking did. <laughs> Classy, sure. The best one is up. No, I can't see any any replies from the actual author of the story. Unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, found you. Don't found get you. It. I mean they must have the the one with this thinking it through, they must have like obviously been stalking him for a while to know all this shit about him and then just to say I found you is a bit like, you know, not entirely I mean you, you did that at like the first post you did about this person's life. You found them. Hi there, believe it or not. Hang on, let me look at the email. Hi there, believe it or not, we both share the same name. Nice to meet you. Found you. Don't get it. That's it. He's stumped by that Don't one. get it. He's stumped. Yeah. So, it, obviously... It yeah. That's what I'm guessing. So, obviously, you're going to be rating that one of, like, a three, two. I'm annoyed. That's it. That's the official rating. Annoyed out of ten. Yeah. I'm fucked off. Uh, that was uh, that had potential, and then the end just fucking... I'm sick of it. That's it. Well, if you're that sick of it, let's move on to the next one. This one's a lot a lot shorter, but this one this one made me Oh, a oh we bit. just had a message from Dan. Oh, he's what's fucked he up. He's, he's he's had to go to the factory, but he's forgot his laptop. Oh, that's it. I think it's through me and you today. That's all right, Dan, no worries. You know, he's he's probably in a bit of a flap. Oh dear. Well here's to Dan. Shout out to Dan. This one is called Horrifying Experience During Quarantine. Now this one will hit hard. Uh, I was upstairs in my room one night playing video games with the volume really loud when I thought I heard noises coming from downstairs. I muted the TV and listened closer. Nothing. I resumed playing the game for another hour when I heard it again, only louder. I was sure I heard it this time and was a little freaked out. To assure myself, I went downstairs to the basement where I thought I heard the noise coming from. As soon as I opened the basement door, I was hit with a cold breeze. I went downstairs and saw the window wide open. I was 100% sure I had closed and locked all the windows in the house. I was ready to make a run for it when something stopped me. I turned around and for the first time noticed that the closet door was slightly cracked open. I stood for what seemed like 30 minutes in front of that door, debating whether I should open it. I moved closer and put my hand on the doorknob. All of a sudden, I heard a creepy cackle coming from inside the closet. I have never run faster up a flight of stairs before. I locked the door and called the cops, who had unusually fast response time. They came in and searched the house, and not even five minutes into their search, I heard a gunshot from downstairs. Jesus. A few minutes later, they came out with a deranged-looking man, probably homeless. They put him in the back of a car and told me that they had opened the door and the man was holding a gun, shot at them and missed. He luckily missed, and the cops disarmed him and arrested him. 
The scariest part was how close I was to opening that door and likely being murdered. Right. Hang on. Hang on. Is, is, How's he missed? How the fuck has he missed? Uh, well, he could be absolutely like PCP'd up to living fuck, you know? <laughs> yeah. it, do you know what I mean? He's seen like eight cops That's and there's true. one. And he's like, oh, poof. do you know what I mean? He's shot the wall. It yeah. could have been, that could have happened. Um, it could have. Could have shot him under the arm or something. True. If he was sober, though, and fully like... But then does a sober man go into a closet and then cackle? I don't know. What do we think? Yeah, a bit weird. No, but I mean, it's cool. Brad in the chats is honestly, fuck basements, but I'd love a basement, mate, because you can... That's extra space, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. All all for the activities and that in the the basement. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. You can kidnap people. That's one no, I'm use. Joking. You can turn it into a office space. No, to be fair, I would actually be good audio. Be really good audio. Down I would. Basement. I'm in an attic right now. Attic conversion. I would much rather have a basement than an attic. There you go. That's so cool. I love. I just love conversions. I quite like to floor out the attic up up there, but. See, but how, like your what sort of roof have you got? Because you've got a flat roof there. My attic's like that, so it'd have to be like I'm doing a triangle for the people at home listening. <laughs> um, so there's not much space. Well, how the fuck? This is like have you got an attic above that? Yeah, so there's like this is an attic conversion, and then there's an attic conversion, or an attic above the attic conversion. If you make, if it makes sense. Um, so you have a four-story house. Technically, if you include the upper attic, it's very, it's quite small though. It's not very big. The like space above no. this room, but yeah, um, this this Are you story though, that? no, because it's too small. It's too small. Have and another one. Okay. <laughs> another one. I'm gonna get a fucking basement, and I'm gonna convert the attic above the attic conversion, and I've got a five story house in somewhere. That's mad. But yeah, I, this story made me think of. Uh, you actually not as the Me? PC, not as the PCP cracked up guy in the closet shooting at police officers, but the um, you I, th- I think it was you who was streaming, or you were you were oh yeah yeah, and then you heard the door go, yeah oh no that was fuck mate yeah. so that I, I no I wasn't streaming Maya was streaming That's this the, is yeah. on, right. on stream I was yeah. in the bath and in my old apartment which is a ground floor apartment. You walk in the front door and then immediately on your right is the bathroom. So I was in the bath and there's no doubt whatsoever uh, because you can hear it on the stream. The front door opens. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, why the fuck is Maya going out? It's like half past 11. Like, why the fuck is Maya going out the front door? So Maya, you just open the door and then you just hear it um, close again. And Jesus. so... That is either, ooh, spooky, spooky ghosts, but more than likely, because also, being completely honest, it wasn't the nicest area. The apartment was lovely, but it wasn't the nicest area of Norwich. Yeah. Um, I w- And also, because of the building, it was a weird building. Our front door was, like, on the side. Yeah. It was really strange. So what I'm getting at is, unlike, you know someone mistaking it for their house or whatever like that was such a an odd building shape 
that no one's mistaken that front door for their own. And also no one's stumbling home pissed because it's in quarantine. So yeah, so basically it was, it was, I think it was someone that was going to attempt to burgle and just got spooked because. I mean, you're you're literally. Did you have to, I would have to have fought off a burglar wet and naked. That's it. The way you all, everyone wants to fire for burglar that way. Yeah. Where's the door open for the bathroom? Or did you have it closed? Yeah, no, I had the door open. Oh, okay. So you would have, you would have seen someone presumably coming in. No, no, no. So, oh yeah, when they walked past. Yeah. But obviously there's, there's, there was about, what, like a metre of wall before the door. Right. But yeah, Fuck. no, 100%. Yeah, the door opened. Yeah. You can literally hear it. I just remember so, that you showed me that. And I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, it's You're fucked. It's absolutely fucked. Almost caught being burgled on stream. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. But yeah, that story yeah. reminded me of that. But having said that, there were some weird paranormal things. What in that? Like place? My, in the in the in the apartment, yeah, mm. we had something fall off a shelf that was at the back of a shelf. Right. We had a few light bulbs explode, which could have just been poor electrics. Um, Maya was at work because um, she had to work through lockdown. She was at work and I'm streaming and I take off my headphones because I was sure that I heard someone say hello. However, you can't hear hello. Or was I, was, no, I might not have been streaming. No, Maya was streaming. Right. So, no. So, I was working on a video and I take my headphones off because I was convinced that, and I shout hello, Maya, are you back? Cause I was convinced she said hello yeah. to me. And then Maya was streaming and she did the same because she thought that I was at home and said, hello. Crazy. Yeah. It was just a bit weird. I get, I get that. Yeah. The shelf was fucked. Cause it was at the back of the shelf. What was it that fell off? Was it something like quite heavy? Yeah. It was like, well, I think it was one of those, um, like, diffuser things oh right okay so jesus yeah that's i mean it's fairly heavy yeah yeah so yeah really weird that was that was strange i must say the uh i find that a lot a lot more stuff like you hearing things i find that when i'm wearing headphones it happens so much more that i think someone's said something behind me or I think yeah. I've heard a noise downstairs. I'll have to do what you do, like take one earphone off. I'm like, am I listening to the same thing? Am I just, is it something I'm imagining? Can I hear it through the game audio or through whatever I'm listening to? And it's just not something I've noticed before. Fucking, yeah. But yeah, that does shit you up a lot. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So what are we giving that story overall then? Um. Yeah, I mean, look, it's entirely plausible that the guy missed. So... It's good. I'll yeah. give it out of what? Well, I'd say ten is good. Out of ten, give it a five. Jesus Christ! Not even a six. <laughs> a, I'll, I'll give it a six. You know, I'll, I'll get put up there a little bit. I did like the. Uh, it would have been an eight if you'd opened the door, pussy. I mean, it would have been an eight, but the story wouldn't have existed because he would have been shot. Or if the guy missed. was that fucked up, he would have missed. But it depends how many rounds he's got. You don't know. He might have double tapped yeah. if he was a yeah. bit more of uh, of mind. But there we go. This next one is uh, it's always a good one. The imaginary friend. 
Oh yeah, they're fucked. Yeah. Imaginary friends are fucked. Like there is some belief that like when you're young, um like you see more than what we do as adults. Right. So I remember my sister Chloe, man, like she'd like fucking when she was like two, three, maybe four, she'd just like sit in a corner and just talk to something that wasn't there. What? You know what I mean? So it's just like, and like Maya, apparently, uh, when she was young, she'd read stories to the man in her wardrobe. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Yeah, it's fucked. Imagine, I, honestly, imaginary friends terrify me. I've never had one. Imaginary friends fucking terrify me. Like kids just talking to things that aren't there. It's just Jesus. fucking weird. Christ. Uh, just before I read this one out, Liam's put something in the chat. Uh, when I was younger, like six or seven, I used to claim that I could see my nan at a specific corner in my auntie's house, even though my nan had passed away before I was born. Jesus. I mean, there's yeah, so many stories of that, that sort of stuff happening. Oh, he's followed up. Oh, yeah. Fast forward 11 years, and my cousin, who is six, also says the same now. Oh, that's it. Jesus. There you go. There you go. That's it. Like, what more? Like, that's that's confirmation. I mean, that's all I need. And Big P, yes, Liam, brother. Go, <laughs> go, go. Yes. Fuck yes. it. Yeah, I have thought that. Brad Brad says, no wonder your place, current place is haunted. Myra's pals with a demon. I have thought that. Like, how funny. Like, Mate, I, yeah. If this, if this stuff is all haunted and that, me thinking that it's me, and actually it was her the whole time. <laughs> That's just paranormal activity, isn't it? Yeah. A fucking the Micah guy's just filming everything, and then actually it's the fucking the girl has got like a link with a demon. That's it. But, I mean, yeah, I I didn't even I didn't even connect the two when when you said that about Maya obviously speaking to a bloke in the closet. Maybe all the paranormal stuff, like you say, is is connected to Maya. Yeah. She's well. Apparently, her parents' house is like proper haunted. There's there's a there's a cupboard downstairs where the door just keeps on opening they've heard someone running up and down the stairs um like loads of stuff has happened to a point where i'm kind of calling him out i apologize but i just think it adds so much credibility like Maya's brother doesn't like being in that house by himself right because of and he's a hard bastard he doesn't like being in the house by himself because of just the stuff that has happened in there um, and apparently the, the person who owned the house before them, um, lost, <clears throat> lost a child. Right. And they believe it was in that house. Um, Jesus. So yeah. Yeah. It's mad. Fucking hell. Well, yeah. we might be going there. We might be doing an investigation there. Yeah, it's a lovely house. It's a lovely house. Well, but yeah. Let's just hope that um, maybe that's the place where Maya's gonna like fully assimilate into the demon world. She's like dragged <laughs> yeah. us all there, and it's just like, yeah. right. I've brought you corpses to feed on. Oh yeah. shit! Yeah. Here we yeah. go. Right, my brother's imaginary friend. I was like ten or eleven years old when this started. My brother was four, four to five. Like most kids, Carl too had an imaginary friend. And like most kids with imaginary friends, Carl had given his name, 
Here's a name with distinctive physical features. If I remember correctly, the friend's name was Bosco. Cool name. Bosco was short, pudgy, and had a grey beard. My parents thought it was a bit strange that Carl's imaginary friend would be an adult man, but they didn't dwell on it too much. That would probably cause some concern in my mind. Bosco quickly became a part of our daily routine. While getting ready for school, Carl would insist that I needed to stop hogging the mirror as Bosco had to fix his hair and beard. At breakfast and lunch and dinner, the chair next to Carl was to be left unoccupied because there was there where Bosco that's where Bosco would sit. My parents were just grateful that he didn't ask for an extra plate to be prepared as Bosco did not eat. He just wanted to sit there to keep Carl company. Bosco would make his presence felt at school too. Carl's teacher once called my mum how impressed she was with Carl's quickly expanding vocabulary. He was learning new words and when asked he would say his friend Bosco had said them to him. I remember this one instance when a new family moved into our neighbourhood. Their kid was Carl's age. My mum took us over to say hello to them. (coughs) I remember Carl shook the other kid's hand and said rather clearly i'm very pleased to make your acquaintance jesus the other, the other kid just stared my mum st- my mum struggled not to look smug oh, oh, my fucking kid's better than yours yeah. you know what i mean it. stupid bitch that's a bit harsh <laughs> just kidding that's it uh you you want your kids to have a good vocabulary you know at the age of five yeah. Yeah. My dad wasn't at all interested in Carl's friend or in anything else his kids did for that matter. There we go. Oh, jeez. Dead Pete, dad. Uh, so it was <laughs> mostly my mum and I. I should have got the milk <laughs> and not come back. Uh, he's just asking. He's con- like The fridge is constantly stocked with milk and he's like, does anyone not fucking run out of milk in this fucking house? <laughs> <laughs> uh, You're going to be a footballer because I failed. <laughs> And if you fail, I will hate you for the rest of your life. That that happens so often, though. You just yeah, you just see it. Hundred percent. Why get the parents on the sidelines screaming at their kids? Oh, they fucked f- up a step over at the age of six. Yeah, it's our, like, it's, dude, he's not gonna be what you wanted to be. Okay, let it go. I, I just, let it go. <laughs> just to go on a very quick tangent, right? You bringing that up yeah. about the dads and the mums shouting on the sidelines when i played sunday um sunday league football right and yeah. i would have been like probably like 13 14 i remember remember distinctively one game we lost like 2-1 and we lost it in like the 90th minute right uh, and the reason you were a goalkeeper i was i was a goalkeeper <laughs> right uh, the, the the first goal in the game my fault old man's up all right second goal Right, one of the defenders in front of us, right? He fucking he plays the ball back to me. No, yeah. he must have known there was an attacker behind him because we just I literally just rolled it out to him, right? And he kicked it back to me. The other player intercepted it and just slotted yeah. it past me, right? <laughs> that kid's dad was seething with the entire team, but his son, right? He was calling his son out in front of everyone, and I was like, "What oh. the fuck?" I, I shit you not. That kid did not turn up for a month after that, <laughs> and he came back, and he's only he just said, "Oh yeah, I was I weren't feeling great." 
I was like, all right, then your dad's <laughs> just, but yeah, he's, he's, your dad's fucking like broken your fucking wrist or something. Jesus oh, Christ. Like, there's no need, is there? Do you know what I mean? That's it. Actually, I don't, I'd never no understood. Need. I'm all, listen, I'm all for competition. I believe competition is, is healthy. I believe in being competitive. I think there should be winners and there should be losers because you learn so much from both. However, it's an under 13s game. Fucking hell. Chill out. Chill yeah. the fuck out. I mean, yeah. the lino's given offsides for balls played in our own half. So let's not let's not take the fucking game as gospel, all right? <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Anyway. Fucking hell. There Just, we go. You brought back a memory there. Um Yeah. So this might be that guy. This this that this could be. be the kid. That defender. This is the kid saying yeah. the story, and his dad is the deadbeat dad. <laughs> was his name Carl by any chance? I know Carl was the kid, the young Carl young was kid. good. It's uh, all gone to shit. That's it. Uh, yeah, so my dad wasn't interested in Carl's friend or anything else his kids did for that matter. So it was mostly me, my mum and I who got to hear about how nice and fantabulous Bosco was. What a great word. I'm sure it's going to be a paedophile ghost, you know it. Come on, keep it going. <laughs> well, we'll see. Then came <laughs> the incident that made us rethink just how imaginary Bosco really was. One day, Carl and I were waiting at the bus stop just outside of school for mum to pick us up. This place always had a lot of parents and kids around, so it was safe. Suddenly, Carl began pulling on my arm, telling me he wanted to go to the store across the street and get a candy bar. I told him we could get one when mum got here, but he just wouldn't listen. He pulled on my arm almost frantically and kept saying he needed a candy bar now. I gave in. And we walked and I walked with him to the store, all while telling him if mum got mad at us, it would be his fault. The moment we had crossed the street, the driver of a bus lost control of the vehicle and mowed down a bunch of people at the bus stop. I know. It was like a scene from a movie. I was in a state of shock whilst Carl started crying. When my mum got there, she hugged us for what seemed like an eternity. She knew we could have been among the people who were, who were crushed. Once we had gotten home and had calmed down, she asked me why we had crossed the street. I told her about Kyle wanting a candy bar. She questioned Kyle, who told her he didn't really want a candy bar. Bosco did. And he's the one who told Kyle to, go, to get me to go to the store with him. My mum turned pale. For some time after that, life went on as usual. Mum now asked Carl about Bosco quite regularly, but he didn't say anything out of the ordinary, just regular kid stuff. But another surprise for us was right around the corner. My mum's sister, our Aunt Rita, had just moved to our town. She had landed a job at the same company where Dad worked, and I remember that she and my dad got along very well. One weekend, my mum took us to see our maternal grandparents. Dad said he couldn't come as he had work. Mum seemed disappointed, but agreed to take us without him. Nana and Papa were too were too were impressed at how artic- articulate Carl was becoming, and listened with great interest about his new friend Bosco. The next afternoon, we were all sitting in the living room. I was playing with my grandparents' dog. Mum and her parents were talking while Carl was fiddling with the TV remote. He switched to a channel where the movie Ghost was playing, the famous pottery scene. Ah. You know which one. Mum instantly grabbed the remote and changed the channel to Cartoon Network. Carl was upset 
and he demanded to know why he couldn't watch the movie. Mum explained to him that he couldn't he could watch it when he was older and it wasn't appropriate for kids to watch grown up hug each other like that. That's it. That's it. You Fucking can't... Patrick Swayze is about to get his knob wet. Turn it off. <laughs> Carl argued some more and Mum again told him he wasn't old enough. He powered and in sheer exasperation asked why it was okay for Dad and Aunt Rita to hug like that in his bed. Jesus! That's it! Bosco is a voyeur. That's it. Mum was taken aback and asked what he was talking about. Carl told her that Dad and Aunt Rita would get naked and hug in his bed, just like in the movie. Nice. When we were at school and Mum was at work, once or twice a week, Dad would come home for a while and he and Aunt Rita would hug in Carl's bed and then get dressed and leave. Mum was outraged and asked why he was making up such a disgusting story. Carl insisted that he hadn't made it up. Bosco had told him. Bosco nah. also said that Aunt Rita was hugging Dad right then, even as they spoke. Mum's gaze turned cold. She told our grandparents she was going home. She drove back to our house in a hurry. I deduced or deduced that Aunt Rita was really there because Mum came back later that night with more of our stuff oh, and said that we'd be staying with Nana and Papa for a while. My parents were divorced by the end of the year. 10 out of 10. Absolutely. Bosco, absolutely. He's, he's a fucking absolute legend. You love it. That was an amazing story, 10 out of 10. Bosco. What a guy. He saved them. He fucking <laughs> called out cheating. I like how Bosco, right, can be in like two places at once. Mm. Or he can like... <clears throat> communicate with the kid across yeah. miles maybe he's got a network you know yeah maybe maybe he's got imaginary friends <laughs> yeah jesus christ pass the message along exactly they got a, a high that's brilliant oh, i did that like that brilliant yeah. what do the comments say let's have a look and he would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for the pesky kids <laughs> that's it also, we can see into the future. Of course, he's an omnipotent being. Holy shit. I didn't even it's think true. about that. It was like, oh, there's a bus coming, by the way. You're going to want to go over to the other side. <laughs> you want a candy bar. Trust me, you want a candy bar. Yeah. Go and get a fucking curly whirly <laughs> now. But I don't want to cur- get a fucking curly whirly now, Kyle. <laughs> can you imagine thinking you have the perfect plan to cheat on your wife or her sister and you get busted by a fucking ghost? Right, Bosco's a damn snitch. That's it. it. I wonder if that's how all divorces started. <laughs> it's almost two in the morning in my country, and I'm just shook. Shy girl turned sassy was the original <laughs> poster. Okay. I mean, the, the story just went down Yo, that fucking plot twist, block capitals. Bosco should write... Telenovelas, Lameo. What the fuck is a telenovela? <laughs> I tell you what, I did watch last night just while we were saying that. Um, uh, the that Nicolas Cage film where he plays Nicolas Cage. I think it's the weight of Unbear- like, unbelievable, yeah, some unparalleled like talent, talent or something. Yeah. It's fucking quality. All I all I've seen from that Pedro film, Pedro Pascal, yeah, it's is Pedro on Pascal, one. yeah. 
Well, that scene. Yeah, where he's just like... Uh, spoilers. It's not a spoiler, but they're driving on LSD in that scene. That's uh, why he's looking at him like that. Right. Yeah. But it's a fucking brilliant film. I really enjoyed it. I'll have to watch it's on, it. It's on Prime. It's on Prime. Anything. That... I also noticed after it finished, it came up with like some suggestions. And that... um. I didn't realise it's out on Prime already. That everything all at once is on there for free. Nice. So I'm going to watch that. That's won loads of awards, isn't it? Yeah. It's like a multiverse thing that isn't Marvel. Yeah. Which at this rate, to be honest, probably better. Yeah. As you're on the topic, have you watched the TV series War of the Worlds? I haven't. I haven't. Do not even know anything about it? Yeah. I also want to, I'll tell you what we could maybe talk about a little bit next week. Potentially, Loz. Yeah. I want to watch that. Um, I think, mind you, no, we we talked about it in the Bermuda Triangle one. That flight M, whatever the fu- MH7, whatever the fuck it is, the one that went missing. There's oh, a yeah. series on it that dropped nice. yesterday on Netflix. I'll watch that as well, if I can. So prevalent considering what's going on in the world right now. I like War of the Worlds because like, the aliens come down in a thunderstorm and I thought it was really cool. Yeah, that was cool. I remember watching that. I was like, whoa, they come down a lightning. Yeah. And they're just like hitting the floor, and everyone's like, "What?" And then they just all come up and like, "What?" That's it. That was a good film. I did. I enjoyed most of the film. Like there was parts where like, "What?" But yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. I mean, most of it was Dakota Fanning just annoying the fuck out of me. But yeah, I guess it's Tom Cruise doing Tom Cruise. You know that's I mean? it. Tom Cruise running a little bit more running. Yeah, he loves running. He does. And I mean sprinting. <laughs> Yeah, like it's a, the sort of sprint that it takes you like fifteen hours to recover from. It's like he does the sprint. Yeah. He's like, right, we'll stop filming today because obviously he's not going to be well enough to do any acting. <laughs> you not see that man just like do fifty-five takes of him just sprinting away from something. Oh Jesus <laughs> Christ! Oh dear. Uh, you should really consider watching it. It's so so good. I'll definitely have a little look into it. I recently discovered that the girl from The Last of Us actually went to acting school in my town, Loughborough, and oh, she wow. recently returned to Leicestershire to buy a second-hand car. Nice. I have to say, I wasn't sold on her originally because she annoyed the fuck out of me in Game of Thrones. But oh, after okay, the right, last yeah. Couple, yeah, after yeah. the last couple of episodes of The Last of Us, and I won't spoil it for anyone, like she's a she's a fantastic actress. Yeah. She really is. Yeah. She's an exceptional actress. Yeah, I think the the I like I didn't mind her character in Game of Thrones up until you know like pretty much the last season. Um, yeah, and I was like, oh, really? How? I'm she... just I'm glad. Didn't she get eaten by a? I think she giant? got fucked up by a giant. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I was like, yeah. I'm all in. She's being a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Get fucked yeah. stumped on. Um, yeah. yeah, but she. As you know, what the only person in that in that. Well, in that series, to be honest, in that season eight, but in that episode, the Night Watch or whatever the fuck it is, uh, oh, what's his name? It's been that long. Theon Greyjoy. Yeah, he is the only one that actually got. I thought his death was perfect. Yeah, good like arc because he betrayed the Starks, and then he died protecting Bran. Yeah. Obviously, fuck what Arya does five yeah. minutes later. But, <laughs> yeah. but Theon Greyjoy's bit, I thought was brilliant. Yeah, you know, really yeah, that, cool. That was to a very interesting and tragic character. Yeah, that was a great kind of arc finishing to his story. 
Although yeah. he did die, but this this is what it is. Spoilers, yeah. but you know, if you haven't watched it by now, I don't think you're gonna watch it. I mean it. he died before it literally totally went to shit. So yeah. you know. Yeah. Because Aria flying across eighty <laughs> skinwalkers was the beginning <laughs> of the end for me. That was the moment that the show properly just fell apart. I mean, yeah. it, it already had troubles during that episode and during the beginning yeah. of that season. But that moment in that episode, I was like, okay, this is done. Yeah. And then it just the compounded just, from there. The Dothraki just flying out into the darkness. Brilliant. <laughs> but we can't see them. The, the, yeah, but you're just... Be matched. The Dothraki who cannot be matched in battle on the ground just <laughs> aimlessly ride into the darkness where the undead are and get fucked. And then a few episodes later, there's literally thousands of them again. In 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 Khaleesi's army, Jeez. but anyway, fuck Game of Thrones. I don't know, I don't know why I even went there. There was links, there was links, but yeah, Inca like she, she's a very good actress or actor. Yeah, she, she is. She is. I don't know, but yeah, very she's good. very good. Enjoyed the uh, Last of Us so far as well. Yeah, and it was too. nice to see the guy who voiced Joel in the game. Yes, got obviously the. That was really cool. A cool part in well, I would say it's it's kind of a shit part in the grand scheme of things, but it was nice to see him in the in the show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh right. Well, let's let's do should we do a few questions from the uh from the audience? Yeah, and then unfortunately I've got to bounce because I've got a lot to do this afternoon. No props. So get your questions in. If you wonder where Dan is, he's he's uh if you're coming in late, he's unfortunately not making it today. I mean, we're an hour in. We're pretty much going to go in the next 10 minutes. He's not making it. Yeah. He's uh, had a, a bit of a kerfuffle at the uh, factory and uh, he's forgot his laptop. Yeah. I'm going to have a curly-whirly. That's why I brought him up. Have a curly-whirly. Oh. Uh, in my view, they're underrated. Curly-whirlies. They're very good. They're very good. Uh, what do you think? <laughs> Let's put this on screen. This is Liam Bennett. Jesus Fucking Christ, Liam. What do you think would be scarier? Being on the Titanic whilst it was sinking or being at the top of the World Trade Centers when the plane I hit? mean, they both fucking suck. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm get like, I think that's a terrible one to answer, but I think I'm going to have to go with Titanic purely because from a survival point, I feel like there's a slight better percentage chance that you're going to survive in a sinking Titanic ship rather than free falling if you no, aren't what? absolutely decimated by... But you think... No, but the question is, what's scarier? Yeah, but you, you'd pick the one, surely, you think you're going to survive more from, do you think? That's what I would no, take what... from it. No, what do you think would be scarier? So I was saying being at the top of... The World Trade Center is scarier for your exact reason. Oh, right, yeah, right, yeah. That you're Sorry. not going to survive. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. But that, Liam, <laughs> is a fucking awful question. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good start, I suppose. Yeah. Got the uh, pulses racing a bit. Just imagine being on the Titanic now. See it. Hmm. Watching the uh, the band play the last tune. That's it. There was a guy, a Japanese guy, I think, 
I'm going to butcher this story. But that's a Japanese guy that survived the Titanic. And because he survived, he was seen as um, a dishonorable person. Oh, wow. And was just treated like shit by society in, in Japan for the rest of his life. I suppose so fucked, man. Look, to survive mm-hmm. that and then go back yeah. home and everyone's like, the reason you survived is because you are terrible. You're mm. a dishonorable person. You should have fucking drowned yourself. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? It is mad. Uh, John Smith. John, you ever thought about doing a paranormal investigation at a super rural historical gallows site? So many depraved humans meeting their demise in one place. That's a very... That's a very good suggestion. We'll have to find a rural historical gallows site. I mean... Where it's still... Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, I guess you don't need it to still be there, but, it, for, you know, uh, aesthetically, it would be quite yeah. cool. Because you, when, when you haven't got that and you've just got, like, a pile of fucking, I don't know, a field or a pile of grass or something, you just go, yeah. this used to be sure. this thing. This used to be... They did this here. And you well, you can't really picture it because you haven't got any artifacts yeah. or stuff from the past. Yeah. But if yeah. there is any... Definitely have a look. There must yeah, no, hundred percent. Yeah, I would definitely look into that mm. for certain. Evil Pixie, nineteen eighty. What is the scariest supernatural story that you have both heard? Um. Hmm. That's a very good question. I'm not having anything spring to mind, which is annoying. Uh, scariest supernatural story. Probably the Enfield hauntings, I'd say. Just because the the voice recording of that girl doing like seven different voices and languages is just one of the most horrific things I've ever listened to in my life. Mm. So yeah, I'd say the Enfield hauntings. Yeah, I mean... The one that springs to my mind, I think you mentioned it last week or the week before, I can't remember now. The, uh, I think you did a video on it as well. The island that's just been like basically taken over by dolls. That's a, yeah. That's not a, that's a horrible story. Um, yeah. It's, so anything with like a loss of a person or especially a loss of a child, you like, yeah. just elevates the amount of, uh, I don't know, Almost not fear, but you kind of feel weird. It feels a bit more visceral when a child or something involved like that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. No, I agree. But yeah, no, I'd say those. Yeah. Two very good shouts. <laughs> right, we'll do a couple more questions. Okay. Uh, Mr. Joe Boy, 456, Charles Bronson on being released. Is he actually being released? I know he's I, up for parole. I don't think he will. I I'm don't, pretty I, sure they're saying he just yeah, can't. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I don't even know how long he's been in. The Must, majority of his life. Yeah. And I don't know how old he is either. Must be like yeah. 60s, right? 70? Yeah, I think so. Let's have a look how old... Charles Bronson, 70 years old. Jesus. Yeah. Um, Ray Cray. 
Yeah. He spent close to 50 years behind bars. Fuck. I mean, at that point, yeah. uh, I suppose you still would want freedom if, you, if you'd done the time, but I don't know. He's a very he special case. He's the closest thing. He is the closest thing to Eggman from Sonic I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. He's going to get out and he's be like, look, I've got a fucking movie deal with fucking Sonic. I've cut. They ain't got a cast fucking, what's his name? Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. I'll, I'll do it for half the price. I've got a job to do. I've got fucking, I've got to make bank, bro. That's how he talks. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> well, I'll do one last one uh, from Liam okay. Bennett. Okay. Oh, Jordan, do you think Leeds will manage to keep hold of uh, Nonto after this season? He's a special talent. He is a special talent. Uh, if we go down, absolutely not, obviously. But if we stay up, possibly, um, I think it would be beneficial for his development, personally, rather than sitting on the bench for someone else. I have to admit, he's gone off the boil a little bit, but I think it's because teams have been like, oh, fuck, he's really good. So they just like mark him out of the game now. Yeah. But, um, yeah, hopefully so. Like, oh, my God, if we kept Rafinha and we had Rafinha on one wing, Nonto on the other... I'm not asked about Phillips at all. I think Tyler Adams is actually possibly not better, but he is. Uh, he's. I'm perfectly fine with with Adams, yeah. McKenny slash Rocker. Um, but yeah, mate. Oh, Nonto's Nonto is special, and he's like 19 years old. So Jesus. the thing is, he is like five foot two, right? Yeah. So his fucking center of gravity is so low. He, he's just so agile. He can just turn yeah. so well. And he's got a good pass and a finish on him. So, yeah. No, I think I think when he's in... If he keeps going, when he's in his prime, he's going to be Man City, Real Madrid, Liverpool. Like, he'll be one of them, without yeah. a doubt. I think, personally, if Leeds were to go down, which I hope they don't, and I'm sure you don't um, yeah. feel the same way, or do feel the same way, um, I think it's day. Uh, really? Personally, yeah, because I think that I think quite a lot of the players there now, bar like maybe three or four of them, would probably leave, and I think he'd be one of the ones that stayed, just because I feel like he may get into those other teams, but I don't think he'd start for most of them. So no, there is a, a very good chance that he's looked, although he wasn't there at the time, he's looked at Phillips and gone, I don't want that. I don't fucking yeah. want that because I have, I have not is, even seen Phillips in a Man City shirt. Yeah. The only I, thing I've seen him in, mate, is a training shirt. Yeah. I, so, yeah, I don't know what... What a fucking mistake yeah. that was, man. So he's I a think, great player, but he's not Rodri. So what the fuck, you know... <sighs> idiot. But you get quite a lot of these clubs now just sign an English player to make up the quota of English well, I Do you think there's anything in this, right? I think... Man City may have signed Phillips so Liverpool or Man United couldn't. Maybe. Maybe, but I don't ever... I don't think he would have been the sort of signing... Maybe for Man United, but I don't think Liverpool would have gone for him purely because they've got um, Fabinho and a whole host of like Henderson. Yeah. All the sort of industrious players, they've got quite a few of them. Um I know he's quite good with his passing as well, to be fair to him. But, yeah, I don't think we would have gone for him that much. Man United, yeah. I think, probably is a bigger shout. 
I'd like to think because looking at Rio Ferdinand, Alan Smith especially, that Phillips wouldn't have went to Man United. Mm. I just like if you're a homegrown Leeds boy, you cannot go to Man fucking United. Yeah, you just can't. You can't do it. But you can either. It's like Harland. It's like Harland. There's no fucking way in hell that guy will ever play in a Man United shirt. Yeah. Roy Keane ended his dad's career in a Man United shirt. There's no fucking way he would play for them. He was born in Leeds, grew up in Leeds. Like, there's just no way. Fuck mm. off. Yeah. The fact yeah. that they even put their fucking hat in, you know, the name in the hat or whatever the fuck, throw your hat in, I don't know what the fuck, you know, there's no fucking way. Throw your hat into the ring, I believe. I yeah. I have no, no idea way. what the fuck that means, but. No way it goes to Man United. Yeah. I mean, it'll be funny. It's, it's still now, it's, it's a little bit of a step down from obviously Man City. But um, yeah. he he wouldn't have got anywhere near the amount of goals that he's got no. at the moment if he'd went to United. Yeah. But who who knows? He might... Apparently his agent's been fucking chatting up Real Madrid. So we'll, we'll just see how long he lasts at Man City. But if he does stay... Yeah, which is a shame. If he does stay, he will be phenomenal. Absolutely. He's oh, an yeah. absolute if machine. If he stays... If he stays, right, Kane will get the Premier League record and then Haaland will beat it in like a couple of years' time. Jesus Christ. Big shout out. And the guy's going to do 50 goals this season. And he's, he's a goal merchant. He's, that's Fucking ridiculous, what he's all about. Man. I also think that Kane will leave Tottenham at the end of this season. Oof. Where's he going, yeah. though? That's the thing. Does he care that much about the Premier League record? Is it a weird point now? Because, you know, he's... I don't know how old he is. He must be like 29. He's getting towards the end of his kind of peak powers at the game. Yeah. He must be thinking at this point, do I go and win silverware? Or do I stay in the Premier League, possibly with Tottenham, get a few records, personal records, but probably not win that much? Mm. That's what he's got to weigh up, I think. Mind you... If Haaland goes to Real Madrid, maybe Kane would go to Man City. Maybe. Hmm. I mean, I, how would, I will just we'll finish on this. How was uh, how was the Man U game? Oh, is that it was the perfect remedy to that five-two <laughs> loss at Real Madrid? Yeah, absolute perfect. Um, I watched it from three-nil. Because Mate. I got out of the bath after half time when it was one nil, and by yeah. the time I got downstairs to turn the PlayStation on, it was three nil. <laughs> I I I was watching um, a totally legal stream of the game. Um, nice. I was watching that, and I went away at half time thinking, right, this second half is going to be well tight. Like the first, <laughs> I was like, I'd be, I would actually be amazed if there was more than one goal in the next half. And I come back, and I was a little bit late. And I came back, and I was like, "What the fuck? We're three nil up." Uh, yeah. And then the fourth went, and I was like, "Okay." Fifth one yeah. went, and I was like, "Okay, we're on. We're cooking. We're fucking cooking." Yeah. Eh? And the sixth went, and I was like, "Let's stop it, because this is getting embarrassing now." And then the seventh one went in. I was like, "Well, this yeah. has done some damage." But in I reality, just, I can't believe. You know, well. Luke Shaw and uh, Fernandez, they lost it completely. Yeah, yeah. It was a, 
it was just a comedy of fucking errors from pretty much everyone on the pitch, to be honest, from a yeah. United player anyway. It did seem like we were getting every single second ball and, yeah. you know, as much as I'm like, you know, you've got to be there to capitalise on it. There is an element of luck in it, but yeah. I was like, fuck me, we're getting every single fucking second ball here and we're doing them yeah. on the break every time. But, yeah. Where are you in the league now? Because you're not far off fourth, are you? Fifth or sixth, I think. Yeah. You did this the other season where you looked like you were adrift and then you finished third. Yeah. I think that was like, not last season, the season before. Yeah, really weird. Yeah. But um, I must admit, seeing Gakpo in a Liverpool shirt makes me sick because we were so close to signing him in the summer. Yeah, he's he's fu- he looks like really good. He looks really good. Yeah. But the thing about him, he he's got pace, uh, like out of nowhere. You think, oh, he's, yeah. he's gonna fucking just kind of amble around, maybe pass it. Once he's passed it, my fucking god! For one of the, it might be a second or third goal. He literally makes up. He's on the break. He's literally at the edge of our box, and he plays the ball to Salah. And by the end, yeah. he's like right up with Salah within like seconds. And I'm like, how the? Where did you get that fucking pace from? Because I don't think he was that pacey, but fuck me, he is. Yeah, but he's good. Yeah, he looks good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope you kick on because I do. It's because I know it's because of you. It's the same reason I like Chelsea because of Dan, but I do like Liverpool. So. You like Chelsea? I hope. Well, you like Chelsea for Dan. I like to see uh, them do well for Dan. I mean, I like Dan, but I don't really like Chelsea. Much. <laughs> <laughs> now I don't want to see him get relegated, but you know what I mean. I tell you what, though, the fucking Leeds game was tight, man. Fucking yeah. hell, that should have been a draw if anything. Yeah. Fucking hell, I know Chelsea is shit at the minute, but we definitely went toe to toe. He did well. Well, the Yavi Grazia era is here for six months, and then so he's gonna. I fucking then we're gonna get in the manager that we want. I totally forgot he was your manager. I didn't even. I didn't, yeah, mate. Didn't even realize. Right, Yavi Grazia all the way. That's it. What's his name? In his name, Yavi Garcia. Nah, it's Grazia. Is it? Oh, I don't even. Yeah, know. the R. The R is before the A. Jesus, there you go. Yeah, mate. Yavi. Well. On that I need note. to go very soon. Football talk proceeds to chat for an extra hour. Yeah, right. Well, that's it. Well, Hello Fresh and not getting their video today. Oh, no, that's they will. it. They will. You'll get out. You'll tell, get we out. cooked the last night, man. It was not to do a plug at all. Uh, but we had the sausage burgers and they were fucking exceptional. Nice. They really were. It's nice. really cool. But yeah, so I need to edit that. Yeah. But I realized that when I'm holding up the Hello Fresh box, my address is on it, so I need to blur it. Oh no. Jesus, yeah. he's doxxed himself. I had Maya behind the camera directing, but she didn't pick that up. So. <laughs> she probably zoomed in on it. But yeah. That's yeah. it. Oh, well, mind. there we go. Thanks for joining us. It's been a, it's been a wild ride. Started off with a, a new chamber found in the pyramids, and uh, we ended on a 7-0 uh, defeat for May United. How we got yeah. there, you'll have to see and watch that back and listen to it back. You don't know. It's, yeah. a, it's a wild ride. But thanks for being here with us. Um, and we'll see you in the next one. Up the Atma. See you, see guys. you later, guys.